What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. We're here extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. Jay. What's up? Spring is upon us. Upon and you got a bright yellow too. I want to talk about your singing. <laughs> Spring is upon us. <laughs> we got to do better. Wait, wait. Spring is upon us. Upon us. All right. All right. We got it. We got it. Listen, I that's going to be downloaded in SoundCloud. Uh-huh. You know, at your whatever. Wherever uh, records are sold. Yes. What, what do What do people say? I think that's what they say. I think that's what they say. Yo, you see I'm over here in my sunny yellow hoodie. Yes, it's working for you. I'm feeling sunny. Feeling, feeling springy. Yeah, yeah. Got out in the sun yesterday, getting back out today. Man, I just love vitamin D. I love water. I love outdoors. I was literally riding down Jefferson yesterday, mm-hmm. like on my way to the post office, and... I was just watching. I get excited with other people being outside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. I'm looking at everybody on the riverfront. I'm like, I'll be right back, y'all. I got to swing to the post office. Like, they was waiting on me, Jay. Yeah, it feels so good to see people do it. That's how I feel when I see people walking their dogs. Like, I want a dog. I cannot wait to get a dog and because when I see him I feel so much like oh I, I'm gonna get that dog and look at them having fun <laughs> yes. and I know you know when it's something that you like or something that you want you can't help but to smile want to hunk your horn down yeah <laughs> look at you look at y'all having fun are you skipping across the street you right. skipping across the you street you vitamin D I see you drinking that water <laughs> So I'm feeling amazing because I hate winter. You know, I hate winter. I'm about to try my damnedest to make this my last winter in Detroit. I swear to God. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, I hate it. So it's nothing like, you know, your car being clean. You can walk outside without freezing. You know how much I hate bundling up. You hate bundling oh. up. You hate rain. You hate wind. You hate <laughs> driving in the snow. You Weather. Michigan, girl. Weather is the bane. That's true. Maybe that's what it I is. Mean, yeah, call really? it like it is. Yeah. So anyway, what's going on with you? How you been feeling? I've been feeling absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm. I, I have no complaints. None. None. Zero. Zero. Can't find one. Can't find Look one. Look for it. Tried, didn't we? I tried. <laughs> M.I.A. Like. <laughs> you know, not having nothing to complain about is a choice. It absolutely is. You know what it is? I it had is, to realize that. I really do have some things to complain about if I wanted to. If I wanted to. But, yeah. And I realized that because I used to um, I used to be thinking, like, you know how sometimes you could talk to people when, you know, people just got stories. They got things they're going through. Mm-hmm. They got things they're trying to work through, trying to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I used to have this mentality. It was so, like, ignorant. It reminded me of the other day when you told me, and Tiff, oh, you realize you sheltered. Mm-hmm. And I used to have this mentality. I'm like, Gosh, why do I have so much favor that I don't have anything to complain about? Like, Jay, (laughs) I used to really think my life was free of all challenges, obstacles, problems, whatever. Till I realized it was my mindset. (laughs) Jay, I had no idea. I used to listen to people's story. I used to, because I, you know, we went through that season of like super gratitude. Like, Mm -hmm. we still grateful, obviously. But I would, like, every morning, oh, God, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for this. Just, like, this super gratitude. And I realized, like, that was a frequency that I was choosing uh, yeah. to vibrate on. Yeah. And 
like with the um pandemic i remember like man my business started thriving in the pandemic it's like yeah no but you pivoted you every you did that it, you your didn't, business would not have thrived if you hadn't have made the decision to switch up and, exactly. and do things and see things different and yeah. see it as an opportunity that we had to have a first Saturday class virtually now and not a hindrance. Like everything was a choice in the way I looked at things. Right. So do I have something to complain about? Probably if I really searched for it, mm-hmm. but off the top of my head, nope. nope. I Spring agree. is among us. Among us. <laughs> was, that, was that the line? Was that, is that what we said? Yes. <laughs> Clear, y'all. She's not just singing it. It's the hand motions and everything. Oh yeah, you gotta lift every voice and sing. You hear me? No doubt. No. It's the eye contact. Like, what are you looking at? Okay, ring is a monkey. I'm uncomfortable. Okay, so how the babies doing? How everybody? What's going on? The babies are fine okay update on my hypochondriac though so (laughs) all right so the what's funny is the doctor as the pandemic hit i guess people were too afraid to go to the doctor you Mm -hmm. know so they started like emailing and texting trying to get our business you know oh wow okay you need to come in for your checkup you haven't came in for you know your kids are it's it's their wellness check and da 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 stuff that you need to do but they never text or right i didn't know that was a thing it wasn't okay well not in my doctor's office for sure you know their doctor's office it was never a thing okay i would just know oh it's their yearly checkup it's time right and then they'll email it and then they'll text it and then you'll constantly get follow-up emails and stuff so this day like Two weeks ago, I'm getting like Morgan needs her wellness checkup and you know follow up call blah 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 and then it was just all the stuff about Morgan and I'm like why do I keep emailing and texting me about Morgan? Then the last email was saying your appointment is at such and such time eleven forty five. Please sit in the car and we'll call you call us or text us when you get here and we'll call you to tell you to come in. I'm like appointment. Oh, they're texting about Morgan because she has an appointment. I was like why does she have an appointment? Because, you know, I take her to the doctor. So, I called Morgan. I said, Morgan, um, I just got a text saying you have a doctor's appointment. Why do you have a doctor's appointment? She said, oh, um, because she's with her dad. You know, we have shared custody. She said, oh, um, he's taking me to the doctor because (laughs) my shoulders didn't feel the same. I'm sorry, what? I said, what? No, no, we we on the same page. I said... Your shoulders didn't feel. What do you mean your shoulders didn't feel the same? She was like, my bone and my one shoulder felt different than the bone. It, they just felt different. And I just figured I need to go and figure out or see why, you know, my shoulders, did, they, they don't feel the same. And they should feel the same because I feel like something might be wrong with my bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I said... And, you know, I'm laughing in my head at this point. Like, I mean, I'm glad she found a sucker because I'm no longer falling for that mess. She used to have me running to the doctor, scared and all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so her dad still falls for it. You know, good good for y'all, I guess. So, last night, she texted me. She said, if I take a big breath, my chest hurts a little. Um, No, 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 that wasn't the first one. She said, <laughs> yeah, okay. 
I the first text was, I think I should go to the doctor soon. I'm like, here we go. Right. My heart was being weird, but not in a sharp pain way. It kind of felt less solid and softer. What? Okay. Not super soft, but yeah. My breathing was weird and I was a little lightheaded. Not too much, but still. <laughs> <laughs> and if I take a big breath, my ch- chest hurts a little. So I just pick up the phone and call. Because I don't want her to think that I'm just blowing her off. And if something right. ever was, I want to, you know, do my due diligence, of right. course. So I call them, babe, what's going on? I said, does your chest hurt? She said, no. I said, are you feeling lightheaded? She said, a little. I said, Morgan, you know when you probably felt a little something, you probably started worrying and panicking, and it changed the way you were breathing, probably making you short of breath, which made you lightheaded. Yeah. And I was like, you are making yourself, you have to calm yourself down. You're okay. And I said, if it'll it'll make you feel better, just ask your dad, does he have an aspirin? And that'll probably, you know, help your chest feel a little bit better. Um, I was like, but you have to calm down, think calming thoughts watch something calming and maybe even turn your phone off i was like you're in virtual school all week you have all these lights and stuff and now you're looking at your phone you got all these different lights and all these different stimulants yeah i was like you probably need to read an actual book versus a book because she's always reading on On the phone phone, yeah and i was like she's like no that's not i said morgan okay i'm just telling you it's okay you don't need to go to the doctor so that was her last thing and then the text kind of fell off i was texting because it was kind of late and i guess she fell asleep and so you know i just called her and checked on her this morning again it's perfectly fine i was like why is my why and then someone um commented that their daughter was 29 instead of a hypochondriac so that was not that didn't give me hope but thank you (laughs) (laughs) if you was trying to help or not but uh. right they like just so you know that it's never going to stop but yeah one of her shoulders was feeling um Bones was feeling different than the other bone, and now her chest, her heart was beating like a little soft. Oh man, girl, it's too much. It's too much. But listen, when she told me that she had the appointment for her shoulders, I was like, you know, it was all fun and games. Till I thought about, I was like, wait a minute, let me tell you something. You better not walk in that doctor's office and get a damn thing. You better not get no vaccination. You better not. I said, do not. Ma. She's like, ma, because she thinks that I'm. Keeping her from keeping her health. from health, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, I need every back every vaccine that they have. I need it. If they make it, I need it. That's her philosophy. Because why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Why would you let me get sick? I said, Morgan, I'm not playing with you. Now is not the time. Because you know, when they in the house, you can put you can. I said, do not mm-hmm. get a vaccine. I don't. Your dad is not about to weigh in on this. Don't you even ask him. You are not to go. If you need a vaccine, I am in charge of the vaccine. Absolutely. I make the decision. Absolutely. Do you understand me? Absolutely. She said, yeah. I said, okay, let it be clear. Because if you leave that doctor's office with a vaccine, it's going to be a whole problem. Now, you won't have a real problem. Yeah. Now, it ain't going to be no something you made up and, and conjured up in your head. You're going to have a real problem. Facts. Oh, I was so scared. When I say my heart was beating, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, because he, you know, he doesn't know. They said, and he'll to, probably go along with it. Right. Flu shot, HPV, uh, uh, COVID, uh, a whooping cough, uh, whatever. Yeah, sure. Give give it all to him. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, I made that very clear. No, I am, I am the head of the nations. I don't even like them going to the doctor uh, without me, but 
Yeah, so mm. that was the latest. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, listen, it's time for Wait What. Um, Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? All right, y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, I didn't have a Wait What today, but lo and behold. It came limping through the dough. It came limping through the dough, baby. So Lisa gets here. <laughs> <laughs> I open the door <laughs> and she and I just you know I litter in whatever sit down at the table I see her limping towards me and, and I'm trying to decide if I'm making this up in my hand was she really limping she ain't told me nothing happened but you know you always try to keep your injuries from me anyway absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm like is this another injury what has she done so I said Lisa are you limping you like oh yeah <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> my body, what you say, I went on a six-mile journey yesterday, <laughs> and this is the end result of it, right? <laughs> Turns out, you got to warm your body up t- t- for a strenuous activity. So, I said, well, so you ran six miles? Mm-mm. No, I, 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 <laughs> yep. I walked six miles yesterday. I did. And she wo- did you wake up and you were limping? Or did you did you start limping immediately following? Immediately following. Oh, it, that's even better. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, like, and what's so crazy is my six mile walk yesterday evening was leisure. I walked fast, like I was intentionally trying to, you know, move fast and activate my quads, but. I had worked out that morning. Mm-hmm. I had worked out at 6.30 a.m. that morning, mm-hmm. 12 hours earlier. And I actually did a high-intensity interval in my work. I did burpees, Jay. Oh. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So, if you could do burpees. You would think. And I only did three sets of 10 mm-hmm. with, with 15-pound weights. Burpees? Indeed. So, okay. Jump down, jump up. Got it. Yeah. So, you that will lead one to believe. Yes. They're at an above average fitness Indeed. level. Indeed. Am I am I wrong reason. for assuming that? No, you're not. Right? So I had did a pretty intense workout mm-hmm. 12 hours earlier. Mm-hmm. So you know me. I get mesmerized by the sun. Yes, you do. And you know, like for the past almost decade now, I've intentionally lived near water and places where I could just walk out my door and walk. Yes, that, that's my sh- Right? Mm-hmm. So Jay, I go to the riverfront. Okay. Um, and I'm like, it's about to go down. I had my podcast I was going to listen to planned an hour ahead of time. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to this last call at 2.45 because I'm hitting these streets at 3.30. Got my podcast queued up. So, Jay, I park, pull up. Oh, got my hoodie. I'm ready. I'm like, I'm going to walk all the way to the end of the DeQuinter cut and then all the way back to the end of the riverfront and then back to my car. I'm like, it's about to go down. Jay, I'm walking, I'm into it, seeing people speaking. I'm like, this is just like old times. This is just like old times. Literally old times being like five months ago. But I am like, and then like maybe about four miles in, you know, I noticed my little right side is like getting a little tight. I'm like, all I got to do is keep working. Like my yeah. my theory is if something starts hurting and you feel a little tingling of pain, you just got to keep moving through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how people go wrong, Jay. They stop. Yeah. Like, they start oh, nursing it. They start nursing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to be no punk. So <laughs> walking, 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 Jay, get to my car. I'm like, boom, about to go to dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Driving to dinner, boom. 
whatever. Man, you know, once you sit down in that for a car ride, it hit, hit. It hit, hit. Tried to get out the car, whole hip. (laughs) Oh, what I would have done to be there. Because, man, you still in shock. You come over here like, man, I don't get it. Look, I can still do squats. I can, but it's just something about that hip that just ain't right. It's something about it. I understand. (laughs) I'm like, I I do sprints on a treadmill at a nine, you know, nine miles per hour. You know, I'm like, you would never think, like I said, burpees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm fully mm-hmm. active. I was you, w- moving in the same plane of motion, the sagittal plane of motion. Right. Oh, look at you. Okay. Come on now. Come, Come on now. Your girl's a retired certified personal trainer now. So I was like, it really, it really blows my mind as to why I'm limping today. And I'm talking about for real limping. I'm talking about for real limping, Jay. Like it hurt, like Dang. straight up. Dang. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no running, just walking. Just walking. You getting up there, baby girl. Six miles. Welcome. No, I Remember refuse. Remember I told you your joints was going to start cracking up? Don't welcome me no, to nowhere. Listen. Take it back. No. I ain't coming to that side. No. Lo- Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The best I'm gonna thing put a about plan on life is having somebody on the other side to receive you. You know what I mean? That ain't the best thing about life. Don't 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 sell me that dream. <laughs> no, ma'am. Yeah, I welcome you with open arms. No, ma'am. You no, know, I get random... You know, little things happen Mm-mm. to me too. I step to the left or to the right one. Uh, I mean, doing nothing. And my back had a pain in it for like an hour. <laughs> I was like, I just stepped. I stepped a little bit to the right, but I guess everything didn't line up at the same time. And that flexion, I said, God, I know. God, you see me at the gym. You see my Nutribullet with all them greens and you see my salad. You see my effort. You gonna do this? This what this what we doing in twenty twenty one? Like don't play me. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk to you like that. Yeah, but don't play me. Cause the Lord specifically said, Jay, that faith, faith without, without works work is dead. dead. We working. Working. We working. 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 Don't do this. Don't do this, Jesus. Like, let's, let me talk to you on the side. You know you take somebody to the side. Like, <laughs> we ain't going to do this in front of everybody. Jay, let me talk to you, God. You see me putting my sea moss in, my hot tea in the morning. Just Jesus. got my wheatgrass. Listen, you see me with my blue-green algae. I'm talking about meditation. And I ain't just taking care of myself, like, with the food and exercise. I'm getting my mental and emotional well-being together. What? Jesus, you see me. Jay, I, I'm still on my new trials. I got some goji berries for my salad yesterday. Right. Ex people out my circle that wasn't good for Period. me. Period. Don't do nothing but cultivate good energy. You see me pouring back in the community, Lord. Yeah, Have you heard of the Black Health Academy? Philanthropy. The membership what? is free. All day, every day. <laughs> Jesus. And it's here. It's yours. So there's no reason that I shouldn't have a bionic hip. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, like really, I'm out Anybody here. Anybody like, can call you. You gonna pull up, Jay? Anybody can call. Who you. more reliable than me? Nobody. I ain't think so. Yeah. So yeah. So me and God gonna have to have a real serious conversation about yeah. this here. And just here. listen, listen with your whole heart and your whole I your will. full body. Listen, I will full body. Yeah, you know, and hear 
I why this? Maybe it was for a reason. Because you know we always trying to get the lesson out of stuff. <clears throat> we are. So I know this ain't nothing but a lesson. It's nothing. Because I'm gonna go do nothing. another six miles in a couple of days. Y'all. I hope. <laughs> why you? Why you swallowing hard and looking nervous though? <laughs> why you swallowing hard and looking nervous? Just text me the location when you get there. <laughs> And can you do it when I'm off of work so I can? <laughs> right, right. I want to. You use... know I ain't got that many personal hours right, left. Can now, you just come on now. Do it after work hours. I come oh, get you. I, I'll leave. You know, job, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what that was all about. Listen, okay. I don't have a wait what, but I got like a random like. Mm. So I was listening to this podcast the other day, and um, the topic of the podcast it was definitely clickbait for me. Okay. Basically, you can be healthy at any weight. Mm. Mm, right. A solid, mm, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. You can be healthy I don't at, agree at all. Yeah, no, no. Being overweight, having excess fat in your body is problematic. Period. Very. So you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm about to listen to this. So this lady that he was interviewing, you know, basically, Jay, we got a new ism. She introduced a, a new ism, which is okay. So you know, we got racism, sexism, ageism. This heifer said healthism. Let me out. Let me out my own place. I gotta go. Healthism, Jay. She's, what? Yeah, she you said you don't have a weight. What? Oh, you have a major weight. What? Jay, real talk. I was like, what in the devil did you just say, lady? Healthism. Healthism, Jay. What? What, what is healthism? Please explain. Discriminated against someone um, based on their health status. <laughs> Okay. So judging people based on their desire to be healthy is healthism. Well, I guess it could be. If you don't, like, if you say, I don't want to hang out with someone who's not healthy, that could be considered healthism, right? You don't want to hang out with somebody because they're unhealthy? Right. Yeah. That's yeah, because if you don't want to hang out with somebody because they're black. Yeah. So, it's racism, right? Right. Okay, so healthism. Or, or you make assumptions you you know you right biases right yeah there's stereotypes with it yeah like like i'm not gonna invite my overweight friend to go run the stairs with me at the local park healthism because you assume they're not gonna be able to do it and which you would be correct but so (laughs) so do you agree that that healthism is something we should be conscious of and adopt as a principle and something that we should no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, certain things, and you, I, I told you, you know how we are. When something is said and I done learned it, it's too late. You said we have to accept a part in us along with the good part in us, right? <laughs> yes, I, I did. word you said, but <laughs> we have to accept it. And when everything 100, I, I mean, I, I do my best to be, you know, genuine and have integrity and be a person of character. But there is a side of me that I'm going to say, yeah, you may not like that part of me. And I do have healthism. I want to be around people who can do just like we came over your house the other day. Mm-hmm. Tiff was super cold and we decided to run to the car when we left your house. We ran, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I mean, I love having healthy friends. We That's our life. Like we love that. We literally was running, had laughing, having fun, jumped in the car, hype. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's our thing. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm not going to really have fun engaging. With, you know, you're not going to be my type if you have these setbacks. 
Now, if you became like if something happened to you, we're already friends. Beyond course, your control. Beyond your control. But if yeah. you are setting yourself continuously setting yourself up a failure all the time, and I'm supposed to like take it down a notch or two when I get around you, but you don't take it down a notch or two in your lifestyle so you can accommodate me. What the hell? You you have healthyism. Wait. Healthism. I have healthism. You have healthyism. Oh. Throw it back at them. Okay, right back at them. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Right. You don't, I discriminate against you because of your health status and you discriminate against me because of my health status. Yeah, and lifestyle. So, yeah, I have a healthy lifestyle. It's not, it may, movement makes me so happy being around, you know how we'll just link up and just walk for miles and I don't know about no more with your hip, uh, yeah, to be uh, determined. Condition. Absolutely. <laughs> Can to it be, be a condition? It, it is a condition. Shocked <laughs> you me. Know, like when I we take the stairs because you know my fear of elevators, so yeah. Tip immediately takes the stair when she got with me. She thought it was because of COVID. I'm like, no, I if it's not like if it's less than like ten flights of stairs, I'm walking now. Yeah, I was like, I have a fear of elevators. Yeah, so she immediately just walked the steps with me. No problem. No problem. We talking the whole way up. Yeah, nobody out of breath. Uh, it's just certain things that come along with being our friend. Yeah, that we take for granted that we don't think about. That's true. So, yeah, you have healthy-ism. I have healthism. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do, too. And I was also thinking, what's the problem with it? Like... I don't see none. You know what I mean? Like, because like you said, it's something that you made your lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. I made my lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. Right? And because of that, both of us, we had outcomes because of both of our choices. Yeah. Right? That led me over here, led you over here. And... I, we won't click because of that. There's, that makes us un- incompatible. Just like when I went out to Jamaica with a few people, I wanted to do a whole bunch of walking. Like Even though we were on a resort, I wanted to walk primarily everywhere. Yes. Even if it was like going to breakfast, that was maybe two, three miles on the resort. Maybe not even that. Probably just one mile, actually. Cause I, and they wanted to take a... Um, the transportation what do you call it? like a cart mm-hmm. and i find joy in walking absolutely so it is just you have to be compatible absolutely that i agree way. yeah okay I'm, I'm like i was i wanted to run it past you because i wasn't sure if we was going to adopt this new ism because all these isms you know what i mean yeah 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 but the, but the lady on the podcast she was basically saying we need to stop doing that like if somebody is overweight and if they make a choice to stay that way or, you know, not do anything about it because they don't see anything wrong with it, then we shouldn't judge them or discriminate about it against them. I'm, I don't know that we do. It's you just, just can't that- be part of my life. <laughs> and, 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 you know, real talk, just like how we decide people. <laughs> you know, this is how we decide we don't like people that are not witty. I'm not wasting my sarcasm on you. We, oh, we, man. we discovered years ago that we have a type. Yep. We like fast thinkers. Yes. We like people who we have a type. That's true. It doesn't start stop just at health. It doesn't right. start at oh, health. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It's at a whole bunch of stuff that makes us get incompatible. You have a type with friendships and relationships. Every relationship that you did not choose, you can put your preference on it. I agree. So I, I'm yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explore my options when it comes to allowing people. Why should I? have someone in my life that's going to agitate and aggravate and on the flip side i'm going to aggravate and agitate them absolutely like why are you in my no i don't want to drink i want to drink pop i'm going to get on your nerves yeah 
Yeah. You're going to get on my nerves and I'm going to get on your nerves. We're just not compatible. I agree. I don't even understand why you would do the things you do, especially when I'm trying to be an example to you. And then you probably think, I'm grown. Get out of my business. Mm -hmm. This is my body. You know, my mama. It, It just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So, healthism, we okay with it. Yes. Yeah. Great examples. I yeah. I I concur. Okay. Okay. We can move on. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. So it, it, I was thinking about the topic for today. The reason I wanted to talk about conviction today, Jay, because I was riding down the street, um, recently, and I rolled past a Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I rolled past a Planned Parenthood, and it was. A guy outside mm-hmm. with the picket sign, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, abortion is bad or whatever the picket sign said or whatever. And he was the only one out there. Mm-hmm. And so I was riding down the street and I was really thinking like, how convicted do you have to be in something to be a solo protester? Mm-hmm. So first I want to ask you, is there anything in your life that you feel that serious about that you would protest solo for? Bullying. I will walk, I will stand in front of a school if, if if something happened that triggered that like bullying is one of my biggest it triggers like everything in me every I'm never over it I, I I've never gotten over Morgan being bullied mm. like never every mm. time I see somebody getting bullied and then their parent especially when their parents aren't like me they're not a person that's gonna step in and protect them the way I would mm-hmm. by pulling them out the situation or putting themselves directly into that situation and getting it all straightened out ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would in, in the principal or something. Just like when Morgan got bullied, I literally brought the police up there, flagged him down mm-hmm. and was like, no, you need to follow. He's like, I don't really do that. Well, you're going to do it today. Mm-hmm. He came in there and talked to the principal, went around getting signatures. Like, yeah, I feel that passionate about um, when Someone entrusts you with their children mm-hmm. and you don't do your job. Mm-hmm. I can stand outside of a school and say, this principal allows bullying. I, I can by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I wouldn't need a soul. Mm. And I was and I was thinking you have to have that level. The way you just explained that, like you have to have that level of conviction about something. Is there anything else or just bullying is the only thing you would protest solo for? I think that's it. <laughs> 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 I think that's it. There's something about... People who are taking advantage of a lesser, you know what I mean? Like when people, kids and and seniors Mm -hmm. or people that are disabled. But, you know, even though I would feel bad for seniors or people, kids really do it for me. Yeah. Because you are really, you you really strip them of the person they could have been. They will never know who they would, could have been if it wasn't for you. For this experience, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're really, really derailing them from... You know, taking, stripping their innocence away. No doubt. Some people don't recover, you know, the same. Oh, bullying is intense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I can, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Definitely. I don't think there's anything else in this world that I would, like. Protest solo for. No, I don't think there is. What about you? So, there's not a single thing I would protest solo for. But I figured (laughs) out why. (laughs) (laughs) With that wonderful. love when people make a statement that's so clear and so defined like there is not a single let me just let me just lay it out flat there is not a single thing okay i understood now go on jay i thought when i said i thought about this so hard jay to the point i started feeling horrible because 
I have, we both have conviction about so many things. Yeah. But when I attach that, would I protest solo? Would I go and do the work of making a picket sign, putting a stick on that sucker, and walking out in front of this building or wherever, <laughs> and, and walking back? Jay, Nothing. Jay, it's not a single thing that I'm that convicted of that I would protest solo for, but I discover why. So first, so I was writing down all the stuff that like angers me. Right. (laughs) The stuff that I'm, that I'm really, we ain't got that much. So I'm gonna do a few, but just, you know, the things that really like, makes me really upset mm-hmm. that gets me and that I have to say something about it every time I see it no matter how many times I see it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so like long lines at fast food restaurants mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> angers me like when I see the line out to the street so you're not gonna pick it though you're not gonna say get more help get more no <laughs> no <laughs> so, so I was thinking I'm like would I protest in front of the golden arches with a sign that says their food kills people it gives them heart attacks no. and I was like, nope, I wouldn't. And I was like, okay, would I, you know, <laughs> pick it in front of, remember what Tiff told us the other day. I was like, would I pick it in front of a doctor's office saying, this doctor writes meal plans that include sugar for people with diabetes? No. I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't do that. I was like, would I protest and be like, blast this cancel organization for what you said. They always talk about treatment, but never prevention. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. When I protest in front of an FDA building and say they are proving drugs that don't extend life. When I protest in Big Pharma and say they're the sole reason for the opiate crisis, they're greed. Mm-hmm. Allowing doctors to peddle drugs like drug dealers when people didn't really need opiates. Nope, nope, nope. Um, when I protest in front of my local precinct, like they keep killing all of our black men. Something we get angry about, right? Mm-hmm. Would I be like... Go into my local FBI building and be like, they planted, you know, crack in a black community and changed us forever. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking about everything like in this, this, this country, this history. And I was like, I ain't on level 10 enough about none of this mm-hmm. to protest solo for. Now, I was interested. And then I started thinking about the, the um, power of the group dynamic, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, last summer, right after George Floyd, you know, me living downtown, I walk outside, I'm hanging out at Campus Marshes and a protest just comes right past me and I join it. And I walked with them for hours that night and they started saying a chance. I started saying it w- with them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> my favorite one was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. F twelve. <laughs> That was my, and that's not. I found out that twelve stood for the police. I didn't know that. Oh, did you know that? No, they call police twelve. I don't understand why. Me either. Yeah, but the police is called twelve, right? So, and so I was into it. So all these. So you like, were saying it and didn't know. What yes. Well, I had learned like a couple weeks before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think like yeah. So I had learned a couple weeks before that, but so I was saying the chats right along with them. You know what I mean? Throwing my fists in the air. Like, I was protesting mm-hmm. when they did it without them. You know what I mean? And so I started thinking about all the things that we gather together for and we how we feel so passionate about it when we're among like-minded people that share the same ideology and we're trying to march or protest for change, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have that energy when it's when you by yourself. Mm-hmm. I got a question. Keep that train of thought because I'm probably about to take you left for a second. What's is the question? There, is there anything that you would break uh, a boycott for when they try to stop you from, they have a, you know, picket line that they don't want you to cross or go into a, an establishment. 
Is there anything that you would cross? No. Okay. So you you at least you have conviction in the opposite where I'm not going to even if it's just one person with a picket fence like don't go to this gas station. Would you go? Oh, I thought your question was like would I push back against the police and and push my way into something? No, I mean if there's people boycotting say they're outside of a sitco or a, a BP would you drive up in there and get gas? Or if they're outside of a restaurant that you had plans for, people were protesting, would you go in there? Yes. You would? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I did that with Planned Parenthood before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I wasn't going for an abortion, but he was outside. and I, But I mean, it was so low. Mm-hmm. But if it was a big gathering of people, you know what I mean? Um, and it also depends on what the sign says. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What are they accusing this place of business of? Right. Yeah. So I can't say definitively yes or no, 100%. Yeah. It has to be dependent on what it's for. Okay. What they That's saying. Fair. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I finally just, I don't know if this was just to make myself feel better about myself, mm-hmm. but I finally figured out why there's nothing I would protest solo for. And it's because activism looks different for everybody mm-hmm. you know what i mean and the my form of activism is also what somebody else would never dream of doing true you know what i mean so for me like when i just started learning about the inequities in western medicine for people of color and just how like terrible it was and especially like how disproportionately we die of stuff that is so preventable mm-hmm. and all of this for a myriad of reasons my form of activism was starting a whole company to battle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, somebody else would never imagine doing that. Mm-hmm. They're like, that, but that's my form of activism. Mm-hmm. So you have to know your own form of activism. Yeah. That's the thing. Because I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, but I feel really passionate about this, 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 this. Yeah, I made a post about that a few years ago because I, I just to that exact point, People want everyone's lane to be the same, but that lane, if everyone's lane is the same, it gets crowded and we, and we're missing, we're missing different lanes, different points of view, different things. Different points of entry and this problem. And so if, and and I was just saying, and I said that too, I was like, my activism is health, you know, teaching people, preaching to people, showing people, talk like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that's my form of, because our black community, the healthier we are the better off we are. Yes. But someone else, you know, a comedian, just like Dave Chappelle, sat on the stage and brought light to people who would have never saw it that way yes. with his gifts. You know, someone else is protesting. Yes. Someone else may be sitting in Congress trying to pass law. Like, everyone has different lanes. And, yeah. and no one is... I, I hate... And this is what made me post it. I hate when people say, you know... Why aren't you out there protesting? Why, you know, why aren't you doing this and that? Do you know how many of my dollars went to the protesters, to mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement? Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. You have no idea. You don't know my form of activism. You don't know my form of activism. Yeah. So you can't say because it doesn't look like yours. Exactly. That you're not. Exactly. And, that, and that's my point. Wherever you can implant yourself to make change, to, to bring about a better... Um, you know, result or just bring about change altogether. You have to put yourself there. If it's with your money, put your money there. Yep. If it's with your time, put your time there. If you're a teacher, you know, maybe take 10 minutes out of your class every day to talk about certain things. Whatever 
it is absolutely own that part of it and make your corner of the world better because of you it doesn't have to look like yours or his or march or whatever it is and that and that's what frustrates me about the whole black lives matter movement and the whole people think i go out there and protest or i because that's what you're supposed to do that's right that's what you're supposed to do and i'm glad you're doing it because i'm not going to get protesters together no not at all i'm not organizing protesters wouldn't even listen to me if i did like who are you who are you you never you you, you've never presented yourself in this way for us to follow you in this exactly exactly so you're you're not the person to get us together to Mm -mm. protest yeah, and I remember thinking when I joined that protest this summer, the um, conclusion of the march was um, we stopped at this square in downtown Detroit and they had mics and everything set up and the organizers got on the mic and they're like, anybody who's interested, tomorrow we rented a um, bus, we driving up to Grand Rapids to support this other uh, organization, this movement, and we're going to march with them. And they was like, you know, we've been marching every day since George Floyd, if you want to join. I said every day. That's what they doing. Jay, I said every day. I'm like, whoa, I never intend to see y'all again. <laughs> never. Like, never. <laughs> like, I ne- I'm not going to follow y'all yeah, on Facebook. Right. I don't plan on being, in- I don't want y'all emails. I, you know, I was happy to do this because it fell in my lap, yeah. but I would never seek y'all out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and I don't feel no way about it. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. It was deep. Yeah. But somebody else, they're not going to register LLC. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not. And, or they're not about to even put their money. Like, I don't think people realize how important it is to donate money. Mm-hmm. I don't think they realize that things need to be funded. Yeah. I mean, I get you putting in the the actual physical time, which is important. But, man, you have to look at the whole scope of things before Absolutely. you look at a person and say they're not doing anything. Not doing what I'm doing. doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I used to feel so guilty at like Whole Foods or them stores when they're like, do you want to donate the balance to this organization or to the local hospital? And I'm always like, no. I donate to what I want to donate to. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I don't. No. Yeah, do no. you want to donate a dollar to children? No, I don't. The best thing that just happened, and I didn't know if this was a new thing or not. I didn't know you can get updates from whoever you send a GoFundMe money to. Oh, I didn't know that either. I guess it's always been an option, but people never cared enough. They get the money and they probably just go on about their business. I'm not going to say care enough. They may just be too engrossed in what ha- has happened to need the money. And so it's this little boy who got COVID-11. And he got his arms and his legs amputated because of it. Wow. It broke my heart. Oh, my God. It broke my heart. And, you know, you can relate to some more because Bryson is like, and I, so I know how 11-year-olds are. And to think about, and she's like, my baby don't understand why him. And she was just, you know, and it just sounded like me. Yeah. And so I was like, man, you know, let me donate some money because that's all I can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, man, I've been getting updates. When when I say it's the best thing in the world, as I was like, man, thank you. Like you don't know how much because I be still I think about it. Like damn, I wonder how they doing. I wonder how they feeling. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Mm. And it's just yeah. I, I I think that is such a nice little you know addition. I don't know if it's new or not, but to let people know because people really do worry and think about people that they don't know and will never know that they absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. they absolutely do. Yeah, it's a lot of compassion in the world. A lot. Mm-hmm. like a lot i think we need to remember that i think i mean your own experiences kind of shapes your view of the world you yeah. know whether or not you think most people are good most people are bad whatever but i personally think most people are good and that there's way more compassion than not you know what i mean 
And that's us. Because when you know when I talk to my friend, he would say the opposite. And I oh, say you have you have you've created it's your environment and Absolutely. you have to change your environment. Absolutely. And yeah, like I told you, I'm a little sheltered and I've done that myself. Mm-hmm. I've literally sheltered myself and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. definitely okay with that because what would exposing myself to more negativity and more crisis do for me? Absolutely. I agree I 100%. Know. But um, about conviction, so you know how much it bothers me that my family is not as healthy as I want them to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always trying. So next week, because um, I just can't give up. Mm-hmm. I just can't. It's just like I tell myself, Jay, just, girl, how many years has it been? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many, 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 many. But this week, I'm doing a challenge um, of salad and fruit only, right? And okay. I was going to do it by myself, and it just kept nagging at me. And I was just like, you know, let me just ask, just put in the group chat, hey, you guys want to do this uh, salad and fruit challenge? And so Tajma was immediately on it, like, okay, I'll do it. And then it was just like crickets or whatever. I'm like waiting, waiting, waiting. So finally, everybody got on board except one person. But, you know, when you're convicted about something that can really, really help, you really don't give up. Yeah. You really don't give up. And it may not look like uh, you standing with the picket sign by yourself in front of a business. But when you have conviction, you just never give up. That's true. I just really, really believe if y'all just latched on to this, if I could find a way to make you maybe, okay, we're not going to do a month. We're going to do a week. Yeah. And I, you know, truthfully don't think everybody's going to be able to handle a week. But yeah. maybe two days or so. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I'm just so convicted about how much access to a better life you have with your health. Yes. And I just cannot sit around idly allowing you to just continue continuously without me at least trying. At Absolutely. Least at least putting something in your ear, a thought, something. And so, yeah, so Monday to Sunday. Um, and you know, it's going to be hard for me too. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do it with y'all, but I'm, I'll do it the following week. Okay. That's what Shar said because it's her birthday. Yeah. And I'm flying to Portland on Thursday. So. Okay. Yeah. It's not a good <laughs> And week. I already looked up some places I really want to eat. So. Yeah. But I, I told her if I, if I like it, I probably, I probably do it one week out of every month going forward. Okay. I'm just on salad and fruit. I mean, there's not gonna be not gonna be any oatmeal. Cold salads. No, and I told them they can put whatever they want on a salad. I was like, but please refrain from anything fried or cheese. Okay. So. Okay. You know, because I, I was like, I don't want to be too controlling with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you got to define salad too, because like, is my my chickpea tuna considered salad or no? No, like a green salad, a green salad. Okay. Yeah. No. But there's a way you can put hot food on it. Yeah, like I plan on still getting some whole grains. I probably put some quinoa on top of my salad. You know what I mean? Okay. But everything has to be on a bed of greens. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to do it the week I get back. I'm going to do it next week. Yeah, and it's like nothing. You know, that's going to be super difficult because I literally, I have a routine. I eat my oatmeal in the morning. Mm -hmm. I like that. And, you know, snacks, I'm thinking about my snacks. Like only fruit, that's it. Only fruit and only salad. Okay. So. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. so I'm, down. Um, I'm excited about it, but I'm I'm like a little, a little nervous. nervous. Like, whose yeah. idea was this? Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, 
I'm gonna see how it goes though. But now I can buy my salad if I want, right? I don't yeah, have to absolutely. make it. Now no. you know I okay. No, no, no. You yeah, because you ever ate at um Seven Greens? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I haven't. Oh. I think one of y'all used to eat so much, eat there so much. That I think I've ate it there, but I never have. <laughs> It was your tip that you Damn, they salads are so, you know what I mean? You weigh them? Robust. Are, do you, is that the place you weigh No, them? you don't weigh it. Oh, okay. Uh-uh, no, they just ridiculously price off top. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got to weigh it for that. <laughs> don't worry about nah, it. Nah, Trust nah. me, whatever you got is covered. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Trust me. They ain't run that whole paycheck. Um, but no, so I'm, I'm like, okay, if I can buy salads too with stuff that I don't have, you know how I feel about chopping. I just ain't got time for that. So if I can have my salads bought, then, oh, I'm definitely in. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do it next week. And then next month we'll do it together. Okay, cool. Whatever. If, okay. If it matches up. But cool. So yeah. So yeah. You just when you really, really think about conviction. Yeah. You don't let any type of voices in your head, any other what what naysayers say. You may hear it. Yeah. And process it, and it may affect your mood or whatever, but it does not affect your action. Zero. It, that is so true. It doesn't affect your action. No. Because when you believe something, when you truly believe it, it's not even, it's not even a, available, like, it's not even a, a matter of thinking should I or should not. Because when you have conviction, you feel it. Yep. You feel it in your soul. You feel it in every thought, the way you process it, the way you think about things. Just like when I'm looking at people's food that they post. My 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 immediately my immediate thoughts go straight to how it's affecting their body. Mm-hmm. Celebration, it'd be a bunch of shrimp and buttery stuff and and fried stuff, and I don't see vegetables. I'm like, dang, they're trying to die for a celebration. Like they, <laughs> like this, they're trying to end it all. <laughs> they're trying to end it all. Right, you, you know, your birthday come every year. You could, you want another one? Right. <laughs> Nah, this ain't the move. This ain't the move. I mean, I know it's just my meal, but I know this is not any different than how you regularly eat. Stop acting like this is celebratory. It's just just more. It may be more expensive. Right, yeah. And it may be shrimp instead of fried chicken. Right. But it's it's, all clogging your arteries. It's all the same type. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what yeah, I was driving down the street the other day thinking about farm to table, because you know, it's lit. Like, <laughs> farm table is lit. Like, I'm so excited about farm the table. And I was just thinking, like, dang, Lisa, this is going to be, like, an internationally known brand. Like, you're going to build farm to table. Because I was just thinking about the team, our mm-hmm. team and everybody and, you know, everybody's role that we're going to play to support the students and just how transformations. Because I don't know if you saw that email I sent out. And talking about um, Linda, our student from last semester who reviewed Mm -hmm. the, um, she reviewed the program. Mm -hmm. And Linda said, my experience in Farm to Table was comparable to finding God. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. And I talked to Linda yesterday, like we were talking via Zoom because she applied to be back in this semester of Farm to Table. Mm -hmm. Like back to back. Mm -hmm. We have alumni come back. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we ever had a student come back the following semester after they just graduated. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm, I want to go through it again, right? And so um, I was talking to her about that review. I was like, Linda, I cannot even tell you. I was like, I know for a fact, you know, you recording that that testimonial has really inspired and influenced other people who think, you know, it was too late for them because Linda's in her 60s. She says that in the video, like, I'm older. I was on medications for literally years, and now I'm not on any medications, right? And 
I was like, I, I don't think you understand what it just meant to me, mm-hmm. like to hear you say that or whatever. She was like, Lisa, when you sent out that email, I was, she was like, I was reading and reading. She was like, I was like, is she talking about me? <laughs> she was like, I sent it to all my sisters, all my, <laughs> everybody. And, um, you know, she was like, I was just speaking. I was, um, I was like, I know that's oh, what yeah, made it so that. dope because yeah. it was so organic. You know, did you actually watch her testimonial video though? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. She was like, I was just talking and it was just coming. I was like, I know you wasn't, it wasn't scripted. It wasn't anything. You were just really sharing how this experience really changed your life. And I was like, for you to say that was just so powerful to me. And so I was riding down the street the other day and I was just thinking like, if we can create transformations for people that they really feel like you entering my life saved my life, it saved my family's life, it gave me another outlook on life. Like like you just said, like if people could just experience what it feels to be truly healthy, mm-hmm. they because they don't even most people don't even know how their quality of life is being impacted, right? They, and they because and, the changes that happened were so subtle and they constantly started accommodating for those changes mm-hmm. constantly started adjusting to dysfunction absolutely and you don't even realize how much you adjusted and accommodated that's yeah until it the wool is pulled from over your eyes and now you're starting to do intentional practice to get healthy and you start getting healthy and you realize i don't got to do this and that no more just like you know Tajman when she started eating more plant-based and said i don't even get hot the way i used to anymore i thought it was here it is i'm thinking it's like menopause, menopause and nothing i can do about it right yep so you yep. just you really really have to give it your all to realize how much more optimal or are we still are we still sparkling out here <laughs> How sparkling you can really you can be. Really sparkle. You truly can sparkle. Like it's available to you. I don't care how long you've been battling that chronic disease, that ailment, those challenges, or something that's not extreme, like hot flashes. Right. You know what I mean? Something like an occasional home. Maybe you get allergies, you know, you just used to getting them this time of the year every year and you think it's just a part of my life. Yeah. Getting colds, you know, like that you can be free of the big and the small. Yeah, and I think one of the things that people really, 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 truly overlook, and I do not want this to fly um, below the radar, is use your thought process when it comes to how you feel about you changes so significantly Mm. when you change your diet and when you're treating yourself right day in and day out because that's a constant practice. It's not one of those things where you get your hair done and you spent a bunch of money and you feel like it's self-care, but now you don't have to think about it anymore. It's done. Taking care of yourself, eating right, exercising, that is a day in, day out, you know, practice of self-care. Yeah. And you can't help but to feel better about yourself. Yeah. Like you're treating yourself good daily, daily. all day, all every day. day. Yes. And your expectations of how people treat you and how you feel about yourself just all together, it will all start to come together. It will all start to adjust because it's not just physical accommodation and adjustments we make when Mm-mm. we start to decline. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? You start feeling sick, your mind gets sick. Yep. And you start, the, the conversations and the narrative you have with yourself changes. Absolutely. But when your health start changing oh. and your actions start changing, you start getting convicted that you deserve this Ooh. and you're willing to work for it. Confidence. Man. Through the roof. I'm talking about. It just... It, it's, it, it reminds me of when people have, uh, let's say, uh, heart disease or something like that, and they think they just have heart disease. No, your whole body is sick. Yep. You know what I mean? Your whole body is sick. Just like um, impotence. 
is a sign of you're going to have heart disease really soon. Yep. This is like clogged arteries. This is, you know what I mean? Yep. You thinking it's just going to that one part. No, this is your whole body speaking to you because it's all connected. And just like your mind, emotional, mental, and physical health is all connected. You do not, you cannot just... Can I say segregate? You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put this over here and that over there. No, you can't. And I and and but you know, but you know why people think that, Jay? You know why th- people think? Okay, I have heart disease, so it's my heart, or I have impotence, so it's just this part of my, it's just my sexual organs, or this is because that's the way we practice medicine. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean. So yeah. when this hurts, you go to the podiatrist. When this right. hurts, you go to the eye doctor. When right. this hurt, you goes to the neurologist. You go to right. you know. So we practice medicine in this separatism type of way, mm-hmm. and so it gives us this false belief that this is an isolated True. event. True. You know what I mean. So it takes a little more. Um, finessing, studying, and understanding, and just being under the tutelage of the right people, i.e. the Black Health Academy, to understand that everything is connected. Right. That you may think you're firing on all cylinders. Like, no, nah, I'm a big girl. I'm confident. Or maybe I got to take this, but, you know, I'm showing up. I'm this, you, I'm that. You know you're not. Mm-hmm. You're diseased. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You Because you don't have a diagnosis, it's giving you a false sense of a security. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. You are diseased. Yeah. And it, it, man, we can go on forever about this because we're just not taught this stuff. Mm-mm. We're just not taught. And it takes somebody to really, really step outside of the norm and go against what we've been taught mm-hmm. or haven't been taught mm-hmm. and say, listen, no, there's this whole area that's being ignored. It's untapped. It's very untapped, especially yep. in our community. Untapped territory. So... You can do so much more with your health. So much Man. more. Yeah, when um students um applying to be in front of the table this semester, they have to go through our application process now. And part of that application process is this health assessment I created. And this before you take the health assessment, you watch the master class that I created. And it's really um it talks about the three pillars uh of health that we the three pillars that we use health to help you tap into, mm-hmm. which is confidence. Um, which is quality of life and which is contribution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so most people don't know that they're not exhausting all of those areas, especially if you kind of doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you feel like you're feeling good, my friendship's good, relationship good, I'm comfortable financially, whatever. You don't realize that you not thriving physically is really impacting your ability to thrive emotionally, psychologically, and your relationships, you're not showing up fully. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And that's the thing. That's what health is. Health, I, I did a live the other night and I was like, y'all, do y'all know that not having a diagnosis and not being on medications is, a lot of people think that's the finish line. Right. That's the starting line. Mm-hmm. But most people think I've arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm healthy. I agree. No high blood pressure. You know, I'm not on meds for nothing. My my doctor said all my numbers is good. I'm like, that is the baseline. My doctor said, I didn't realize how much that, that triggered me. That line. My, my doctor, doctor said. Yeah, I, I really feel, I can feel something every time I hear it. Hey, let's make a t-shirt line that says... My doctor said, go see the Black Health Academy. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, F your doctor, make it what your doctor said. I was thinking a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> a little more aggressive. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. My, sure. my, my, my doctor said, enroll in Farm the Table. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, there are levels to health 
that you just getting started when you don't have right. a diagnosis. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing about it. I just so with that being said, um enrollment is open for spring twenty one semester. Um seats are already filling up. Super excited. The spring semester is April twentieth to June twenty second on Tuesday evenings from seven to nine fifteen PM Eastern Standard Time. We got a whole team over here that's gonna escort you into optimal health. Now I ain't said it but word on the street is farm to table is comparable to finding God. I didn't say You it. didn't. I didn't say I it. I mean Jay. you I think you got a whole video to prove. I think I think if somebody go to LisaAngelsmith.com <laughs> forward slash apply, um they might see that video that Linda had I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you ain't got to make nothing up. You never have. Jay, do I lie? No. Do I? No. No. Do I got a lot of kicking? You d- never have. All I come with That's is receipts. That's I rock with you. <laughs> That's it. I make it rain with receipts. <laughs> Shut up. You hear me? Why, why are you thinking this fast enough? <laughs> I'm making it rain with receipts. <laughs> who, who lost 18 pounds taking from the table? Who got off all that medication taking from the table, huh? Huh? feels amazing taking from the who receipt. moved into their purpose receipt. and now they living the life of their dreams receipt. after taking from the table receipt I, i'm just saying who 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 oncologist said they was cancer free after taking from the table i'm receipt. just i i didn't make bring an umbrella to class that's all i'm saying <laughs> right because you don't know when the receipts gonna start raining down <laughs> you don't know look look what lisa what all i need a pen and an umbrella sis we'll provide the rest yeah because receipts it. gonna be falling from the sky raining you, raining you hear me and you can't promise when they're going to come down. Jay, I never know. It just be after detox week. People be like, I ain't never been this regular. I ain't never felt this. I thought I jumped. I got energy. My knees don't hurt. I be Receive. like, chill, chill, chill. It's Relax. only week two. It's only Tell week two. Tell your doctor there is more to be seen. God, rela- Tell your doctor, go on that vacation. I got you for the next 10 weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, come on. Relax. Now. It's huh. Uh, you know, I was thinking how we're so programmed as we're growing up. What's the what do what do people always say? Finish this sentence. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. We're programmed, right? Absolutely. Treat others how you want to be treated. Absolutely. And I start thinking about how as adults that needs to change. Mm. As adults, mm. I think it's treat yourself how you treat others. Mm. I think somehow it mm. becomes we start treating others and giving pe- other people better treatment than we give ourselves. All the time. You're there for people. You show up for people. You believe in people. You take time out for people. Absolutely. You support people. Absolutely. You give people what they need. Ah. Farm the table. Yeah. Treat yourself how you treat others. And then Come through come for yourself. Now. Come on now. Come through for yourself. You need to be healthy. You've given so much. It ain't no more about treat others how you want to be. Yeah, you've been there and done that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've been there and you've done that. Yeah. That's facts. Now it's time to treat yourself how you've been treating others. That's facts. You know what, Jay? I was literally doing a suitability call yesterday with a student who enrolled. And she is, she is, she got her seat. But she said, you know what, Lisa? Every single semester when you send out the emails and say enrollment is open this season for Farm to Table. She said, I've been looking at them. Mm-hmm. She's like, and I've been, you know, she was like, and I'll be honest with you. It ain't never been the money. She was like, it ain't never been the money. She was like, I just felt like, you know, I... I, I one like it one time like I ain't need it like it ain't. It, she was like I finally need to do this for me finally. Yeah. She was like it ain't never been the money. It's been like 
is that really worth it? Cause I ain't, I know enough, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like she was like, I am so ready to treat myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm so ready to do this. I'm in, when it start, I'm in, you know what I mean? I'm like, yes. Like I was so happy to hear that. Like we don't, we, like you said, treat ourselves the way we treat others because we do. And that's one of the foremost complaints. Mm-hmm. For a lot of at least women of color, yeah, like, I'm you know I I'm a caregiver. I give yeah, my all. I'm sick I of that. serve. I'm sick I, of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, that's a old. That's a played out yeah. line. Yeah, no, no, that's no, a, no. That's a it's played not, out it's, line. It's you time now. It, it's definitely you time. It's definitely you time. And I just go time. It's like, then <laughs> stop wasting time. I promise you, because you never know. You know what? When your next opportunity is, and I think the other issue is because I had I had another student Billy call. And somebody was like, "Well, when you teaching the next one?" I'm like, "Here we go." <laughs> Okay. Here we Trigger go again. Why do we always assume you don't know what in your body right now is just holding off? That's right. Laying dormant. Yes. Waiting for you to start getting those plants and getting and learn all the things to take your health to the next level instead of declining. Because like I always say, your health is either doing what? It's either propelling you forward. Or, or hindering you. Absolutely. It's, a, so you, it's you, never, stagnant. never stagnant. You're never stagnant. You're never you stagnant. Either, you, you're always in motion. Always. But in which direction is the question. What direction? Absolutely. No. So Absolutely. you have literally have to get around people, like-minded people, mm-hmm. whose primary goal is to get you healthier. Yes. Yes. Because collaboration is the number one way to do it. All this DIY. Man. All this DIY. Yeah. And, and just... You trust me. You yeah. need to do it. You, yeah. if you went to the doctor and the doctor said you good to go, and then and that's where you left your health at. You at the starting me. line. Okay. You better take off. Okay. When that bell ring on April twentieth, you better have a button that seat in class mm-hmm. because you, if your doctor said you you good to go and that the numbers are good or you just coasting or whatever, you not at a risk for anything significant. That's the perfect time. I'm gonna say this too. I just read. Just read. That the guidelines just changed for high blood pressure. What? What are they now? I don't remember exactly what they were, but they changed. And I'm like, they get to change guidelines. And I keep saying this. We cannot go by these scales. How do you get to change guidelines? Randomly. So, and you know what? That's kind of like when many years ago, when obesity rates started creeping up. I think it started in the 80s. The sizes of clothes Right, a small then it's not a small now. A large this hoodie I got on right now, I was so surprised. I was was like, This is a medium, I should have ordered a small. Why is this so big? Mm -hmm. So, you're right. So, now it's probably like, Oh, everybody got high blood pressure, just let's make 140 over 90 the norm instead of 120 over 80. Exactly, (gasps) that is so scary, just because you're just adhering to somebody's made up. Do we ever do the research of where these guidelines come from? I swear, that's all I've been trying to say. We have got to stop really adhering to what they say and just do what our ancestors did. Yep. That didn't have a scale. Yep. They just ate from the earth. Yep. They didn't have high blood pressure. Yep. They did not have diabetes. They did not have all these different ailments that we have because we the convenience of the grocery store said, come on in, yep. and get this processed food. Now we have work to do. Yep. We have to undo the damage and stop focusing on these scales because these scales can change at any time. Turns out you are diabetic. Turns out you do have high blood pressure. Well, yeah, what if they went the other direction? They said, we, after all our research, we discovered that 110 over 70 is where you really need to be. Exactly. We are sick of according to that. Exactly. So if well, the, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I did 
just, I know we gotta go, but I just told, I just went out to dinner with somebody uh, yesterday, <laughs> and um, my food, one thing was kind of planned. I was like, you know, I called the waitress, I was like, and this person has high blood pressure. Yep. And I said, oh, excuse me, can I get some salt? He said, <gasps> you just cussed at me. <laughs> and I said, what? Oh, I said, oh, the salt. And I calmly explained, like, our parameters are different. Very different. You know what I mean? I was yes. like 90, I'd say like 97% of the time I'm eating at home. I just went to the doctor. I think my blood pressure was 106 over 66 or something like that. Yeah. I was like, I probably need a little salt. Like, <laughs> I was like, our parameter. And I have white coat syndrome. So when I go in there, my blood, my, you know what I'm saying? My yeah. heart starts beating a little faster. Yeah. So it's probably lower than that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you and I are not the same. And we need, you know, I'm yeah. not trying to flex on you, but I'm just being honest. Yeah, we're because... flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, know that focus only solely on you. Yeah, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me or the next person. Don't look at they play because they can do this thinking you can't or you, because you can't do this. I mean, they can't. It's never the same. The window is never the same. Will I pour salt on my food at home? No, I'm going to use, I have more herbs and more access. But... Well, I have the luxury of going out and putting salt on my food. I just do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. <laughs> he said you cussed at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, y'all. If y'all don't do nothing else, just go apply for Farm to Table this semester. When I tell y'all we got so much juiciness in store, every semester we introduce something new that wasn't in previous semesters. And that's just me constantly refining, refining, and just trying to really build out a phenomenal experience. Because what I realized recently, Jay, is that you don't have to suffer through getting healthy. Mm-hmm. It can be fun. Deprivation... I, I did a speaking engagement and one of the speakers before me t- literally told them you gonna have to deprive yourself in order and I and I came right behind them and and spoke about how deprivation should never be a part because it's not st- sustainable that's right you want things that you can sustain that's right 100 percent. yeah absolutely so you go you need to like your food no yeah you need to like your food you can actually enjoy exercise find something you enjoy you can enjoy learning about Mm -hmm. to be healthy you can enjoy like um exploring options and things you never had before like it doesn't have to be suffering why do people make getting healthy synonymous with suffering because the way that it's presented is rabbit food yeah you can't eat all the 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 things that you love, you know, the salt, oil, sugar. Yeah. And that's what you love. So if I can't do that, then what is life? What is life? Lord, we put so much emphasis on unhealthy habits to make us happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't rem- imagine how much I can't, like my excitement for going to for that walk yesterday, just being by the water on the riverfront, other people watching them play with their kids, watching them walk their dogs, riding scooters. You know, the, the men that was out there that get on my nerves, the, the five percenters that's always trying to recruit me. I was so happy to tell him no when yeah. I walked. He like, hey, sister. I'm like, no, nah, brother. Like, <laughs> I knew what you was going to say. I knew you what I was going to say. Right. I see your mark. I see. You know, you know, I interested. But oh, yeah, that makes me happy. And but it wasn't attached to anything detrimental i mean who knew my hip was gonna go out but, but you know here's the thing though and this is and i've just put myself through this because so i i totally understand with the alcohol you know and and relating it to social um fun like socially at the alcohol and what what you need to understand is the when you first start 
you're going to be in that learning phase. You're mm -hmm. going to be in that manual phase. You're going to be trying things out. But then after you become adjusted and you adapt, it's going to be just as hard to go back to the way you were. Mm -hmm. It's going to become second nature because now that I'm coming to the end, it's over in a week. I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like unfamiliar for me to like grab a drink. Right. It's like, well, I got the smoothie or water or some tea now. Yep. And it was, and it was difficult. And I never imagined being able to be around a group of friends or go to a party and everyone is drinking and I'm not drinking. But now it's kind of like who I am now. This yep. is what I've been doing yep. for over four months. And so I've adjusted. Yeah. Yep. So you can become a new person. Like you always say, we shed our skin and say, what's your saying? Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Take it over. No, no, we do regenerate new versions of ourselves um, are reborn every time physically, like literally your skin, your everything, your cells, apoptosis, they die, they come back. Um, but you can regenerate who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. You can literally do the work to change your thoughts. I'm so excited. I just posted inside a legacy or our student portal for firm to table a new additional learning opportunity, which is this lecture on how your thoughts basically, you know, dictates your outcome. And it's, it's so interesting. I can't wait for the students to listen to it and go through it this semester because they're going to understand that you literally have the power. Mm -hmm. And when I get done with enrolling this semester, I can't wait to record a podcast and tell you guys what I did, what I tapped into inside of me to produce the results that I'm producing. But it's just really insane how how much your thoughts, how much that has to do with what you manifest, what you have the ability to manifest, your beliefs. So you can change what you believe in a split second. Yeah. You, you know can. what I mean? I mean, you can be in front of the right, the right orator, you know, the right speaker or whatever, and they say something you already know. Well, one liner will change your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's just when you tap into the power you truly have, yeah. it's so powerful. Like you can do the, the salad challenge and only eat salad and fruit for a week. I'm sure when you said that earlier, some people like clutch they pearls yeah but that's you can do it yeah like, you can really do it but some people are so used to being powerless mm. they are so used to being powerless jay and i'm like it's so crazy how much i with farm the table i don't have to convince people that the price tag is worth it worth it i have to convince people that they're not powerless mm. You know what I'm saying? I thought it would be fighting through the price tag. It's literally, this truly is available to you. You have the, you are not powerless. You know what I'm saying? And we have to, we have to get back into a position of strength. Yeah. Yeah. In our, our environment lives. creates so much opposition. Yeah. That mindset. Yeah. But yeah. It does. It does. So we got to get back to a power of strength, guys. So you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Whatever it is, whatever you thinking is just the hardest battle ever. Like you can get over that relationship you never thought. You can get over that loss that you had. You can get over it. These health struggles. Like this don't have to be your life. You can look in the mirror and love what you see even after two decades of hating what you saw. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, you are not powerless. And so that's what I want people to know. Like that's what I want people to understand. You know, and, and that when like when you when you that power, when that comes back, boy, you unstoppable. Right. You unstoppable. Right. And the legacy. The wheels just got to start turning in that that's direction. It. That's it. Just get you a know? little momentum mm -hmm. and then get, and put somebody in the passenger seat for when you want to pull over and stop. 
Right. And here's a oh man. Sorry, man. Anyway, what we what I constantly hear people say, and I just want to just jump every time. I try not. I try to my mom as much as I can. One of the things people think every time they want to get healthy. You ready, girl? I'm start. I'm so sick of the struggle. You know, combining struggle. Mm-hmm. You want someone that's already there to take you where you want to be. That's right. Don't get with your girlfriend that that's in the same struggle bus as you. The same. You know, y'all both trying to get healthy. Y'all both trying to lose weight. Yeah. Y'all both, that does not give you power. Mm-mm. It takes your power away. Struggle bus together. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not going to pair up with someone. Who is battling? That's like two alcoholics getting together. We are gonna fight this addiction. Two two people who are drug users getting together and say we are gonna fight this addiction. Oh yeah, that unhealthy codependency you right there. You cannot get with someone who's fighting because one of y'all are going to be stronger than the other. One of y'all going to be more dedicated. One of you are going to be more committed. One of you are going to really really want to get get out there, get it done, and the other person is going to be a lag for you. And then eventually, because you're not strong yet, mm-hmm. you're going to fall into that same pattern that you want. You need to get in an environment yeah. where someone is already there and won't let you fall. They're not going to let up. They're going to keep pressing. They're going to give you accountability. They're going to check up on you. They're going to yeah. keep giving you new knowledge. Because when you're struggling with somebody, I can't give you new knowledge. I ain't got it. We both don't know it. Uh-uh. We both, we're trying to both go to the same place. Yeah. And so you want somebody on a higher level. Absolutely. That has been there, done that. And is maintaining that absolutely to get you to where you need to be. So don't don't think I need a workout buddy. I need we gonna we gonna do this challenge together. We gonna both eat healthy, girl. No, you you probably won't. It's not gonna last. I've seen it. I've seen the try and the fail too many times. And I'm trying to tell you that ain't it. That's not it. When I finally decided to get healthy, I did it by myself. And then I got people in my corner that knew more than me, and they helped me. So yeah. I, I'm sorry. You done taking a dump on people's dreams, or <laughs> I, I hope I killed that dream. I hope I diminished it and destroyed it, set it on fire and threw it out. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> you, you and your friends are not about to click up I'm and gone. help each other. I'm gone. Uh-uh. Okay? okay, get the real people that will help you do it and and stay on you and get you to where you need to be. Where okay? can you find the real people? I was about to say partner MFT. <laughs> <laughs> Farm to table, my friend. Oh my god, we have so much fun to teaching this course. Y'all have no idea. We 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 happy y'all come, so we have an audience. But if I was being honest, <laughs> if I was being honest, we could run this whole show alone. Okay, right. that's how much we love this stuff. Because we can talk about health all day. I'm talking about day and night, day. And, all and day. make new discoveries. And and what the good thing about farm to table, I'm gonna tell y'all this, is that it's not this come to class. We're going to teach you strict learning. It's things that you might learn out there on your own from applying the things you learned in class that you can bring to everybody in the class and everyone benefits or even us. Yes. You know, because it's like a community and we, and we, and we constantly stay in contact with each other. Yep. And so when you come and you got this new thing, like, guess what y'all? We all excited. And some of us is, you know, even Lisa and I are writing it down and, and we're learning. So it's not student teacher very you know we got our glasses on and and right the uh you know powerpoint it it, it really feels like family when you get in there and you're excited for your journey and we're excited for you yes and we all learn from each other yeah and we all grow together because each semester gets more lit yeah each semester (laughs) gets 
more, you know, concentrated in, in the area of um, results and not just results because you always get got results, but just more. I, I think the familiarity, I think it, it is yeah. that you added that component with, you know, certain things where people actually leave the class feeling comfortable and feeling like family. Yeah. And the word legacy is just because you and you inserted some of the things in the program where people can actually maintain this once they've graduated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's the goal. And just putting all those pieces in place to make sure you guys keep your momentum up. Because most people most people just wait for the end date of a program to where they can go back to who they used to be. Or have that uh you know how when you go to college Oh, I took English. Okay, here's the here's the credit. I passed it. So this is what was required of me. So some people just want to say they did it. Okay, I passed it. Yeah. I have that under my belt. Yep. I did it. Yep. With not even realizing, no, this is a new you now. Yes. This ain't just a pa- the class you passed. No. That you can say I did farm to table. I graduated. I know some stuff. I may do some of. I may not know. You're going to change. You're going to absolutely inside it out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to make sure you get there. So listen, LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash apply. Um, that's where it's at. Listen, y'all got a couple weeks left. I think today's March 21st. So literally less than a month. Class starts on April 20th. Um, and this is going to be one of the best semesters ever, especially since I'm not teaching this again into the fall. So we're not going to have a summer semester this year. I had to make a decision. I had to pull rank and make a decision not to teach a summer class. So this is your last opportunity into the fall. And who knows what's going to happen in your life. This for you may be your last opportunity if you don't do something about your health right now before something else gets more serious and you can't wheel it in as easy as you might be able to now. So listen to me very carefully. Stop double thinking this. Stop reading and rereading the application page. Just apply and get on the suitability call and let's talk through whatever you believe may be in your way from optimal health. Because I can tell you, we are going to give you your power back and that's going to be available to you because that's what we strive to do at the Black Health Academy. That's what we strive to do in Farm the Table. And that's what we strive to do as humans. You know, me and Jay, one of our missions, every time we wake up up in the morning is to make sure every single person that has the pleasure of coming in contact with our energy leaves better than what they showed up. And so because we live by that personally, we pour that into all of our work and every single thing we do. So if you don't do anything else, find yourself on that application page today, filling it out, booking a suitability call, and finally take the health of yourself and your family to the next level. Jay, one of our students that enrolled this semester, his name is Charles. He is the husband of one of our graduates from last semester. Mm-hmm. Okay. And <laughs> I knew because, you know, it's a virtual program. So I knew, you know, you can't control who watches the modules, all that, you know, you know, mm-hmm. if it's other people in the household or somebody want to share, it is what it is. It's the risk of doing business. Right. But I didn't know how much he took the course with his wife. Mm-hmm. When me and Charles got on this suitability call, <laughs> it was the funniest thing, Jay. Why he say, Man, when me when we were watching the modules and all that, y'all was all th- he was like that night that your mama broke out in the prayer and then <laughs> and then the other lady came behind her and started praying. I said y'all was both in the court. He like yeah. So now nah, I just want to take it again so we can solidify. He was like it was so good. He was like anytime you have that type of transformation, people in the unplanned. He was like you know you're you know living your purpose. I was like thank you. 
So listen, an alumni's husband done enrolled this semester just off the strength. Dang. I was like, now that he, he, we were on zoom. So he opened up the refrigerator and showed me, he like, look at the refrigerator. He's like, this is our fruit right here. All of our plants. We trying new stuff every week. He was like, we just want to make sure we got it. Got it. I said the whole, mind you, they have two children mm-hmm. and he was on the zoom with one of the babies right there in the little baby carrier on his stomach. Mm. He showed me the baby. He like, look, he said, she ain't never had meat. Mm. She's a vegan. We starting her off. She ain't never having any animal products. So Jay, game changer for the whole family. I'm thinking. I'm talking about game changer for the whole family that's here and the family that's yet to be. And I was just telling somebody about the importance of pregnant women eating healthy mm. and the sperm being healthy. Oh yes. It's not just the, the kids. Kid. That are here. You no. know. Now you and it's not just the woman healthy. So when they have your grandkids, mm. they're gonna be. I just man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So I mean the impact on family. Like I'm like, oh my god, my vision is being realized. We're mm-hmm. impacting entire black families. You know what I mean? So super dope. Super dope. Do yourself a whole favor. We're gonna get out of here. Um, go to lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply. You or somebody you love, get them in front of the table. Let us take their health to the next level, ut- utilizing a whole food plant-based lifestyle to escort them to purpose, contribution, and improve their quality of life. We hope to see you this semester. Me, Jay, Tiff, Kelly, Michelle, Kiwi, Brent. We got a whole staff. We're not playing with y'all. You hear me? We are not playing. Um, I cannot wait. Listen, that's all I got, Jay. The sun coming out, the temperature going up, and you know what that means. Spring is upon us, upon us. <laughs> we got change. I don't like it. We got to change. You see how I closed my eyes this time? Yes, you did. Spring is, is upon us. Oh, God. Oh, God. Lead us out. Lead us out. <laughs> Until next time. Be, be well. well.